0: Today, I wanted to share something with you that you can easily and quickly implement so you can start seeing results pretty quickly because I'm all about helping you book more clients. So in fact, this is so simple that once you sit down and do it, it'll probably take you about like five to 20 minutes, depending on how easy this is to change on whatever um, website platform you're using. So what area of your website am I going to be talking to you about today? I'm going to be talking to you all about your contact form. Before we get into that, let me ask you this. Are you tired of getting dull inquiry emails that just consist of, hey, looking for a photographer for my insert, whatever they're looking for. So whether it's wedding, engagement, family session, branding session, and then can I get your pricing and package info? So if this sounds like most of the inquiries you're getting in your inbox, then I totally feel you because I used to get those types of inquiries all the time too. But once upon a time, I also thought that this was just how people inquired. So I actually didn't think anything of it. So if you're listening to this right now and wondering, hmm, Sarah, like that's what I'm thinking. I don't see anything wrong with those inquiries. What are you talking about? Then let me tell you, there's a whole nother world out there that I'm so excited to show you in this episode. When I first started my wedding photography business back in 2011, I made just $5,000 in my business. Now, I bring in multiple six figures per year while working only 30-hour weeks serving my dream couples. I'm here to help you discover that it's so possible to have what you want, when you want in your business, so that you can create the life you've always dreamed of and deserve. So, of course, there is nothing inherently wrong with those inquiries, It's so important to stay grateful for every single one that we get, but it is possible to get ones that are of better quality. So this is an area when used well and to your advantage, you can not only create more quality conversations with potential clients that have a higher likelihood of converting into a paid client, but when your contact form is set up right, you can also gather information you need that will help you run your photography business much more smoothly. So I'm going to read you two examples of inquiries that I recently got in my inbox, and then I'm going to walk you through how you can make sure you get more inquiries just like these ones. So example number one, they provided me with their wedding date, their ceremony and reception location, and they also let me know where they found me. And then in the message area, which is the area that they wrote like a little paragraph to me, this is what they wrote. First and foremost, are you available? Packages you offer, and we love your work and the natural moments you catch, the stories they tell. And then three random facts about us. We met working together. Number two, our friends and family are just as wild as us. And number three, we love food, music, and a good time, so our wedding will be a freaking celebration. So, listening to that email, did you feel like there was so much more, so much energy behind it? There's so much personality. It's like we get to have like this little window into who they are. So I just want to like preface everything with showing you that this is exactly most of the inquiries I get. Like 90% of my inquiries are like this. So now I'm going to show you example number two. So example number two They provided me with their wedding date, their ceremony and reception locations, and they also let me know where they found me. And then this was the message they wrote me. Hey, Sarah, we got engaged two and a half weeks ago and somehow booked a June date in a pandemic at our dream venue. We've been together for over five years and are the absolute best of friends and partners. We can make each other laugh in just about any circumstance and just want the most candid and fun day to celebrate each other. We adopted a rescue puppy from St. Lucia in March just before flights got canceled, bought a house, rented out our condo, and got engaged this year. We try our best to make the most out of things and looks like you do the same from your social media. So that those are two examples that are filled with personality. And I bet if you're only getting inquiries that are like, hey, can you let me know about your pricing, your packaging, and that's all you get, I'm sure that listening to those you are like, I want those inquiries. Like, I want to be able to get to know my potential clients that way and get even more excited about those inquiries that come in, right? Because as photographers, we get excited about the stories we're going to be telling, right? Not just like this bland, like, hey, what are, what's your pricing? It's like too robotic for us. We need a story. We need energy behind the people that we photograph to get excited about it, right? Okay, so now I'm going to get really excited and share with you the 10 things that should be in your contact form for more bookings. So I'm just going to minimize my little uh, recording thing here for the podcast so I can actually go through my actual contact form. So it would actually even help if you went to my website, saramonica.com and then you can take a look at it there. But I'm going to walk you through like the reasons why I have it the way I have it right now. So you can fully have that understanding. So number one, you want to make sure there's a photo of you on that page where your contact form is sitting because they want to know who the photographer is. They need to see the face. They need to feel, um, a little bit, at least connected to you. And that also, uh, Leads to you needing to have an about me section on your website, but that's a whole nother episode. So, I'm just going to stick to just this photo in this one area and make sure it's one with you showing your face. When I do coaching sessions with photographers, there are many times that I have someone that's kind of like is hiding behind the camera a little bit where you literally just see like one eye popping out. You want to make sure that you're showing your face because if you expect them to be open and vulnerable with you in front of the camera, you have to show up that way first, right? So Make sure I have a photo of you that's really representative of who you are, your personality. Um, Don't think of that you should have like a perfect, pretty portrait of you. If you're a wild, crazy person that loves to be outside barefoot or dancing in the rain or whatever, like include a photo of that. There's no like rules to this. Make sure it's just authentically you. Okay. Okay. Number two, make sure to have a photo um, that represents your work really well. So I have a candid photo of a couple walking down just after they were married. It's outside. The energy is amazing. Like it just I feel like it represents the ideal clients that I want to attract. And this image represents it really well. I mean, she's walking back from just getting married barefoot on the grass. And that's what I'm all about. So make sure to have an image that represents exactly the work you want to shoot, the type of client you want to attract, make sure it's there. And not only that, make sure there's a ton of emotion in the photo. Because again, this is the last point that these potential clients are hitting before they connect with you. And you want to hit them with a photo that gives them a feeling where they can insert themselves into that photo. And imagine how they would feel seeing a photo of themselves like that in the future. (laughs) There's a whole lot of feeling going on. So make sure to do that. Okay. Next, we're going to jump into the actual contents of the contact form. So number one, of course, you want to ask for their names. And this is a given, obviously, you can choose if you want first and last name, or you could just write name and then they just choose what they write. So I just have it very simply just name um, in my contact form. Then next, you want to make sure that you get their email. And I preferably choose email as like my form of communication if you're someone that is really strong on the phone and you prefer to chat with potential clients that way, then definitely make sure to ask for their phone number as well as their email so you have, can have that option. Because if you're strong over the phone, which I know I'm not, I'm so awkward on the phone because I need visual cues to like see when people are actually listening or responding to me or if they're about to talk. And sometimes I like I'm about to say something as they're not done talking and it's just this whole awkward thing. So I'm like, okay... Email is my strong suit, and it also helps me keep my boundaries of like, I don't get random phone calls throughout the day um, if I'm trying to have focus time or personal time, right, Um, or text or anything like that. So I strictly, that's my boundary. I handle all inquiries over email so you can decide on what, what works better for you. So the next thing you need is a section or a little checkbox thing where they can let you know what they're inquiring about if you have multiple different offers. So for example, I have, um, they can pick either a wedding, a couple session, documentary family session, or a coaching session for photographers. So you can have like all the options listed there, or you could just simply have what are you inquiring about? And they can have a box where they can just type that out. Then if you're a wedding photographer, you have to get their wedding date, right? You want to make sure that number one, you're available. um, And number two, if you didn't ask for their wedding date up front, then there would be a lot more back and forth emails, which wastes their time and also wastes your time. And if you are just a portrait photographer, I don't think it's absolutely necessary to have a date in there. So you don't even I don't think you need a date unless it's part of your workflow that works for you. Okay, so those were like kind of the pretty like common, like, duh, Sarah, I need that on my contact form, right? So now I'm going to move into the things that are more strategic and very important to have. So next, if you're a wedding photographer only, um, you need to make sure that you ask this question. So what is your ceremony and what are your ceremony and reception locations? And then in like little brackets, I write, make sure to include both if they are in different locations. So I ask this because I want to make sure that, first of all, I'm booking weddings that are a right fit for me. For example, I don't photograph weddings that take place in churches, halls, um, or like really big dark spaces just because with the lenses I shoot, like a 35 and a 50, I just find that it's not, it it just doesn't go well with my shooting style. Because if I see something happening way across the room, I use my little feet with my 35 to get those moments, right? And some and people are so aware of like a photographer running across the room, like a crazy person to catch a moment, then they stop and look at you and then you miss the moment. So and not only that, I also am so passionate about the outdoors and people that are like laid back and like weddings that have like campfires and bare feet and and being up playing outside, so I just want to surround myself with the outdoors as much as possible when I'm working. So of course, like here and there, maybe once or twice a year, I'll, I'll, I'll have a church wedding and stuff like that. But it's very, very rare for me. But if you make sure to ask, if you're in the same boat where you're like, yeah, I have a very specific specific vision of like the weddings that I want to take on, then you have to make sure to ask for the ceremony and reception locations, because I learned this, that when I used to just ask for the venue, then they would just give me like the venue of where the reception is. And then sometimes it would end up being a church ceremony as well. And again, there's nothing wrong with church ceremonies and all of that. Like at the end of the day, when I do take on um, church weddings, I find the beauty in the couple's story and I still am so passionate about documenting it. I just want my ratio of weddings not to be like 50% like church weddings and 50% outdoor weddings. I want it to be like, 80% outdoor weddings and 20% city and church weddings, if that makes sense. So there's nothing wrong about you figuring out what ratio makes you happy in the working environment that you want to have. Um, So make sure to just, yeah, have that question up there so that when they do inquire, the ball is in your court of knowing if you want to take on that booking or not. Okay. Okay. The next part, this is so important. You have to ask this question how did you hear about me? And number one, if you are a photographer, that is, it's just you, you're just the photographer. It's not like your husband, wife team, or like a a photography studio. You have to ask, how did you hear about me? There's so many times when I'm doing coaching sessions where I see uh, photographers that are just, you know, they shoot alone, and they write in their contact form, how did you hear about us? And that leads the I, the potential client to think oh is it like is there a bunch of them is it a studio like who is this us right so it just it just gets thing it creates like a little bit of confusion so make sure if it's just you make sure you write me and the reason we have this question here is because this is where you know where your marketing efforts are actually helping you gain more traction in your business and more clients so a lot of the times I get uh, people telling me about Hearing about me from my past clients, from past weddings they've been to, or Instagram or Google. Google is something I'm working on. I'm working on SEO, so it's not as high yet. But at least whenever I do see a Google uh, inquiry, I'm like, oh sweet, like my efforts are starting to, to like pay off and stuff like that. So it's so important for you to have that question in there, so you know where to put your time and energy into marketing. Okay. And second last item that you need to make sure to have in your contact form, and this is the biggest one, I believe. This is the biggest one. So, so many times I see photographers, they just have um, like message. Literally, they just have a little word that says message and underneath there's the message box for um, the couple to inquire. And that gives them no direction on what they need to say. So, of course, they're just going to be like, hey, I'm I'm looking for a wedding photographer, so can you send me your price?" pricing and packages. Of course, they're going to write that, right? So instead, I'm going to give you some really cool questions that you can ask that will get more information from them and will give you those really like full of personality um, inquiries that I read you earlier. So what I have on my website is this, write me your questions and thoughts and tell me three random facts about you two as a couple. Boom, that's it. And that's literally how I get those responses. How simple is that change? So literally, if you just head over to your computer right now and just quickly make that change, you're going to be getting those responses, which is pretty incredible. So I didn't want to. I didn't want you to just feel like you can you can only write that, and that's the only way you're going to get uh, messages full of personality. So I have some other uh, question um, ideas for you. So another idea could be what do you two love doing for fun together? So you can kind of have them just write that. Or what excites you about this chapter in your lives? Or what are three words that best describe you as a couple? Or lastly, what speaks to you about my work? So you can also kind of have that in there like, oh, tell me three random facts about you two as a couple and also what speaks to you about my work. So you can spin it however you want. Just make sure that you get that information from them because... Well, you see the difference. You see what kind of results it creates, right? Okay. So lastly, the 10th thing that you need to make sure that's on your contact form is that your button, your send button that they click to send you the message is personalized. So I always see, not always, I can't say always, but so often, like 80% of the time when I'm coaching photographers and doing website reviews, I see that they have a button that just says send, right? And again, there's nothing wrong with that. But every single touch point that a potential client has with you is already part of the experience that they're getting. And you want to show them like way way before they're even working with you, like your personality and give them like uh, a sense of your personality and the experience that they're going to get. Right. So I have mine simply something that I would say, I would be like, oh, excited to chat. So I just have that on my uh, button. I was able to customize it. If you're able to customize it, I would highly suggest that you do that and just make it like whatever you would come out of your mouth naturally. You want to make sure that it represents who you are in your personality. Okay, so those were the 10 things to make sure to include in your contact form for more bookings. And now one last thing, a little hack kind of like a do not do this thing. (laughs) So uh, a lot of the times I see photographers just have their email on their contact page. So literally just like email info at blah, blah, blah. And they give um, people their actual email. Let me tell you, if you remove that from your contact form page, It'll be so beneficial for you because then they're forced to actually go through your contact form and answer all those questions that we talked about because all of those questions are important for you to gather that information and then see if they're your ideal client and also connect with them more. So not only, okay, one thing I did forget to mention, when they do write you all of those like personal things about them this is why this is so key. I can't believe I forgot to mention this. So you get to actually reply in your email response to them, like relating to them. So for example, uh, the example number one that I read you earlier, they said that um, our friends and family are just as wild as us, right? So I replied to them saying like, oh my gosh, like, thank you so much for sharing so much about you too. First of all, that is so cool that you guys met at work together. And then I wrote like, Oh, did you guys have to hide it from your coworkers for a while, or were you able to be open about it right away? And then I wrote, "By the way, I love that you guys express that you guys are wild, and so are your friends and family. I feel like we're gonna get along super well because I I click best with people that are free spirited and just love to have a great time. So can you see how right away, because they wrote that, I'm re- replying back also full of personality? And guess what? When we reply back with personality and we connect with other humans as soon as that connection is formed they will feel much more bonded to the experience that they're getting with you and they'll feel like they can trust you more they'll feel like they like you and that equals a a much higher likelihood of them booking with you because they know that the photographer is going to be there with them the whole day so of course they want to book someone that they actually like and connect with that is a huge part of this whole (laughs) this whole strategy I totally get it. You're trying to get noticed and you don't know how. I mean, raise your hand if wondering where your next booking will come from keeps you up at night. I know how that feels like I was there once too, but I'm about to help you get clear on how to increase your bookings and inquiries. After coaching many portrait and wedding photographers, I realized they all had one thing in common that was holding them back from booking their dream clients they didn't know how to market themselves. Once they got clarity on how to show up and put what they learned from me into action, they began to book more of their dream clients. And now I'm excited to help you do the same. So I've created a mini course called Crystal Clear Marketing to, you guessed it, help you get crystal clear on how to attract and book your dream clients. I mean, the year I implemented this, my revenue grew from $69,000 to $137,000 in just one year. So if I can do it, you can do it too. So in case you're wondering, inside of the Crystal Clear Marketing mini course, I share how to optimize your website so that more of your dream clients inquire and book, how to go from being a generalist to becoming a specialist, and why it matters, how to find out who you are at your core and fuse it fearlessly into your business, also how to show up on IG so you attract quality followers, that's so important, how to make the money you deserve while feeling fulfilled with your work, and how to make marketing effortless and fun because it should be, running our business should be fun. So what I'm so excited to share with you is that I've made this very affordable. So to get all the deets and enroll in this mini course, go to saramonica.com forward slash crystal clear. Again, head over to saramonica.com forward slash crystal clear. I cannot wait to see you in there. So I've talked to you about the 10 things and I'm going to recap them for you just quickly. So you can remember because there's a lot of info to take in. So remember to have a photo of you, a photo that represents your work really well and is full of emotion on your contact page. You want to make sure to get their names, their email or their phone number. And you want to find out what service they're inquiring about. If you're a wedding photographer, you want to get their wedding date and if you're a wedding photographer, you want to make sure that you get their ceremony, ceremony, wow, that came out funny. Their ceremony and reception locations. You want to ask them how they heard about you. And you want to make sure to create a custom question in there so that they write you something that's full of personality so you can write back a personalized response. And lastly, you want to make sure there's a customized button at the bottom so when they send the message, It feels like a little cute, like, yay, connect soon or excited to chat just to, you know, create a great experience for them from that point on. All right. So there you have it. If this episode helped inspire you to take a small quick action to improve your photography business, I would love to hear from you like personally. So shoot me a DM to let me know what aha moment you had during this episode. And you can DM me at Sarah Monica photo on Instagram. That's Sarah, no H Monica with a K. So literally just shoot me a message right now and be like, Sarah, this was my favorite part of the episode. Oh my God, I can't believe I didn't think of that. I would just love to connect with you. And also make sure to actually put this on your to-do list of things to do because this is so easy. Again, it'll take you five to 20 minutes to fix and it'll make the world a world of a difference. So make sure to put it on your to-do list to make sure to write down on your to-do list episode 37 shine and thrive podcast in case you do need to come back and be like, what was that one thing she mentioned? I forgot. So make sure to do that, put it into action and again, I would love, love to hear from you. All right. Have an amazing rest of your day. Yay. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and tuning into this episode. If you got value out of it, please feel free to message me on Instagram at Sarah Monica photo. That's Sarah, no H Monica with a K photo to let me know. I get so freaking energized hearing from others that what I've said has had a positive impact on their lives. Also, make sure to hit subscribe to the Shine and Thrive podcast to never miss an episode. I'm so grateful for you, and I'm sending you all the productive vibes your way so you have the best week ever. Do you love shooting, but hate the endless admin, culling, and editing that follows your wedding and portrait bookings? Yep, me too. In fact, if you're anything like me, you got into photography to get out from behind a desk. And yet, the irony is, the more you shoot, the more there is to do on the back end, which translates to more time spent behind your computer screen and less time doing what you love most, which is shooting. But the good news is, I have a game changing free resource that can help you break free of the cycle and cut down these precious hours by, guess how much? Up to 70% of the hours that you usually work. It's called my three hour post wedding smart workflow checklist, which, as the name suggests, shows you my exact step by step workflow for getting all of these tasks completed in just three hours. Yep, that's right literally from backing up the photos on a wedding night through to delivering the online gallery to my clients in just three hours. Inside the guide, you'll find a detailed breakdown of exactly what I do and don't do in my workflow, how long everything takes me, what I outsource, when, and to who. This includes the editing service and gallery providers I use plus tips throughout for streamlining the process even further that have been honed in over my 11 years experience in business. And PS, the same process I outline in this guide is transferable for both brand and portrait photographers too. So I got you too. Do you need to see it to believe it? I don't blame you. Head to Saramonica.com forward slash workflow to download a free copy straight to your inbox and join a crew of photographers working smarter instead of harder in their photography businesses. Sarah is spelt without an H and Monica is spelt with a K. So that's saramonicacom forward slash workflow and make sure to download this powerful free resource now.